Hello friends, today we are looking at Proverbs chapter 28 verses 18 and 19 which says, whoever walks in integrity will be delivered, but he who is crooked in his ways will suddenly fall. Whoever works his land will have plenty of bread, but he who follows worthless pursuits will have plenty of poverty. Alright, beginning with the first verse we read, um, let's start with the second phrase. It says how the crooked will suddenly fall. For them to fall suddenly seems to imply to me that there may at least have been a season before that when the crooked might appear to be successful and then they would fall suddenly. I think we do see the wicked appearing successful oftentimes in life, don't we? And that seems to trip up some people in their faith. It plants a seed of doubt. In Psalm 73, the writer Asaph saw this very thing and it seemed to really bother him. Verse 3 says, For I was envious of the arrogant when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. Check it out to find Asaph's conclusion on the matter. On second thought, no cliffhangers here. Asaph agrees with Solomon. The crooked will suddenly fall. But still, it's worth the read. Asaph gives us some context and some helpful insights in understanding the wicked and the righteous and their lives in a broken world. So check that out. Also, Psalms 37 is a must-needs psalm in this genre. It's a psalm of David. And the whole chapter is dedicated to this very topic. It's likely just what you need if you've been struggling in business or sickness or whatever it may be in this broken world. Maybe you've been taken advantage of by evil in some way or sickness and you don't understand why God has not stepped in yet. And it starts out like this. Verse 1, fret not yourself because of evil doers. Be not envious of wrongdoers. And maybe that'll whet your appetite to get going. Well, we should get back to our Proverbs text. So we've looked at how Solomon tells us that those who walk in crookedness will suddenly fall. And on the other side of that, he says how those who walk in integrity will be delivered. We'll look more at that in a moment. Next in verse 19, this is interesting to me. He plays off the word plenty. And it says, whoever works his land will have plenty of bread. But he who follows worthless pursuits will have plenty of poverty. So, so these are surely the same men, I think, that he's been telling us about in this chapter and mostly throughout the book of Proverbs. He looks at both sides, the wicked and the righteous, and the, the various attributes and characteristics of these people. Um, the righteous man, that is one who has a heart for God, and, and so God's righteousness works out of his life as he grows practically in that righteousness. And then there's the wicked man with various um, characteristics and attributes of wickedness. So verse 19 speaks of the first man. This is one who has a heart for God and, and righteousness. He's the man of integrity in verse 18. 
he diligently works hard and has plenty of bread. And it's worth noting that this same righteousness from God also works in him to love his neighbor and be generous to the poor and uh, a ton of other godly traits. But the other man, without a heart for God, who in this subgenre of wickedness is lazy to the things of God that have to do with working for a living and providing for his family, this man who wants to live off the income of others with no accountability, Solomon says that they too will have plenty, but not plenty of bread, plenty of poverty instead. So in these two verses, we see two examples of righteousness and working out of a man's life, and also two examples of wickedness working out of a man's life. So in the wicked examples, we see two men. One seems to be successful for a time, so he's likely not a lazy man, and yet he will suddenly fall. It may be here on earth, and that happens often, as we said. And Solomon must have saw this back then, and we see it today. It, it may not come until death, but one thing's for sure, even if God waits until Judgment Day for the ultimate fall, it will happen. The other wicked man, he was different in that he was lazy. It's logical to assume that he too may have seemed to have it good for a while as he lived off the blessings of others around him, even the government system in place, maybe. I think a righteous government encourages work for those who are able, and it does not enable the lazy to remain as unproductive citizens. I suppose uh, in Solomon's kingdom it was like this. Uh, the lazy had plenty, plenty of poverty. <laughs> so I think the physical and spiritual applications for today's tanks are pretty clear. Walk in integrity, uh, not crookedness. Be diligent in your work, not lazy. And there are consequences for how we live our life, both in the now and also for eternity. For eternity, because truly good works, which are motivated by the Holy Spirit in our life, are evidence that God has worked His righteousness out through our life. So we have nothing to boast about or brag about. All right. And spiritually, I think our passage speaks the loudest in the very first phrase which we just touched on. It says, whoever walks in integrity will be delivered. Integrity is a hard thing. It has to do with good character, righteousness. Uh, but it's foreign to fallen mankind, isn't it? It can only be received as a gift from the only one who is righteous. That's God. And it comes through His Son, Jesus, the righteous God-man. And so if you delight in Jesus, the only one who came and lived a righteous life, who died a wicked sinner's death, that's the death we deserve. Um, if you believe in this one who then defeated the whole sin had through the law, sentence of death, the wages of sin is death, the Bible says. If you believe in this one who defeated that hold by rising from the grave, if your hope's in him, God will give you 100% of the righteousness of His Son, Jesus Christ, and begin working out that righteousness practically with integrity and all the characteristics of God's holiness in your life. 
and uh, he will raise you up for eternity to be with him, all because of Jesus. So I hope we both, you and I, uh, today, might walk in his integrity and share his love with others. Have a great day in the Lord.